So I believe God has a word for you again this morning and for your household. Now, so we started yesterday by looking at following Jesus in good and bad times. Following Jesus in good and bad times. Now we took our reading from the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 21 to 28. That was where we read yesterday. And um, the Lord helped us to look at one that, you know, in order to follow Jesus in good and bad time, uh, again, remember, it always, it can be very easy for people to follow God when things are really good for them. When your prayers are answered, oh, the pastor says, shout hallelujah, your hallelujah is going to be the loudest. Oh, when there's money in your account, he asks you to praise God. Oh, wow, you will praise God very well. Oh, you know, you're believing God for baby, baby as a right. Oh, you will praise God very well. Uh, you know, so when our prayers are answered, you know, when things are, you know, are turned the way we want it to turn, I tell you, it is very easy to praise God and to follow Jesus. But I tell you the truth, brother, if I tell you that there is no time whereby your faith might be challenged or maybe one thing or the other might challenge your, your work with God. If I tell you there's no time like that, I'm deceiving you. I cannot deceive you. So there are times the apostles, where they found themselves in the same situation. At a point, they were, they were saying, uh, this road, are we sure we're on the right road? I want you to turn your Bible with me as we look at another example and experience of the apostles uh, this morning. Now turn your Bible with me to John chapter 6. John 6. John 6, following Jesus in good and bad times. A good Christian is not only known, uh, you know, uh, when, the, when things are, you know, are really rosy, but when things are challenging, that's also when we know who's a Christian. Every, I mean, a non-believer can be happy when things are good, but what happens when things are not the way you plan it? Then will you still praise God? That's why God is bringing this to you. Now, John chapter 6 and I read from verse 66 to, six, to 71. Now, <clears throat> because of our time, from that time, let me read from 65. And he said, therefore <clears throat> said I unto you, that no man can come unto me, except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back. Can you see? They went back. They said, Jesus, thank you. We are done with you. But that will not be your own testimony. That will not be my own testimony. We will remain at our goal post, at our duty post, until Christ return in the name of Jesus. If Abraham made it, if Joseph made it, if Mary made it, if the saint of all made it, we will make it in the name of Jesus. I want you to tell yourself, whatever you may be saying, I will make it. I will make it in Jesus' name. Amen. So I, now, the Bible went on by saying, and walk no more with him. That's a very hard scripture. Yes. They walk no more with him. Why? Then Jesus said unto the twelve, will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the word of eternal life. 
Jesus alone has the word of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ. What is your persuasion? What is your belief? Do you believe what God is saying concerning your life? Do you believe that Jesus Christ has the word of eternal life? Or your life situation to check? Mm, I'm not really sure. No. Believe it. Following Jesus in good and bad times. Now, now he went on by saying, the son of the living God. Jesus answered them, have not I chosen you twelve? One of you is a devil. None of you will be a devil. I will not be a devil. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a devil. In the name of Jesus, devil will not be traced to our house. In the name of Jesus, or mute your device and shout a big amen. Amen. Tell yourself, I will not be a devil. I will not be a devil. I will never be a devil. I will never be a devil. Devil will not be traced to my household. Devil will not be traced to my household. Yes. Amen. He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. For it was that, it was, it was, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. You are going to pray. Your next prayer, brethren, you need to pray for yourself. I need to pray for myself. You are going to say, Father, help me not to betray you. Help me, I will not betray you. Lift up your voice. I don't know what that means to you as a young brother or young sister. Maybe you are faced with temptation right now. Temptation from opposite sex. I don't know what that means to you as husband or as wife. I don't know what, uh, what that challenge is before you. Say, Father, I will not betray you. Negative scripture will not be fulfilled over my life. In the name of Jesus, I will not betray you. My household will not betray you. I pray for my brethren. Please do not allow us to betray you. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Brethren, uh, in my years of working with God, I, I barely see here people preach about this particular aspect of our work with God. Um, everybody, we know, we love, we all love to hear the, oh, you shall be prosperous. Oh, you shall be great. Those things are good and they will all come to pass. But the truth is that there are also realities of life that we must face. And so God is preparing us, empowering our heart so that we can overcome them. Now, brethren, I want you to pay attention that if everybody turn away from Jesus, if it is only you that is standing, remain. Do not turn away. If all men turn their back against Jesus, if it is only you that is left, stay with him. Stay with him. The disciples, many left him. Because they say his, his, his teachings are just too hard for them to comprehend. They said, we can't bear this, uh, this, kind of, this kind of hard teaching, instruction here and there. And so Jesus told them, will you still also go away? They said, where are we going? You, 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 have, you alone have the word of eternal life. So yesterday we mentioned that one, deny yourself. If you really want to follow Jesus in good and bad times, 
deny yourself. What does that mean? You see, when things are good, the book of James tells us, anyone that is merry, let him praise God. Do you know some people, because they have been merry, they've, they've, they've overspeed at the end time to accident. They are so joyous, but then that joy turns to some. Your joy will not be turned to sorrow. In the name of Jesus, that's why if you deny yourself, even when you are overjoyous, you will caution yourself and say, slow down. Let's give praise to God. Now, if there are times maybe you are challenged, what did you also the book of James tells us? He said we should pray. So can you see? So when you deny, it takes somebody who has denied himself or herself to pray when there are challenges. Number two, we talked about taking up your cross, your new fun life. And then this morning is number three, follow him. Follow him. If you really want to follow Jesus in good times and bad times, follow him not only when things are good. Follow him when your prayer, you are still waiting for results. Follow him is a proof of your love. Is a proof that you really love him. Not that it's just you have it in the words of your mouth, but that you really follow him. No, the apostle, they follow, the twelve says, we don't have anywhere to go. But Jesus even told them, even among that 12, I want you to make sure you meditate on that scripture very well and pray with it. Even among that 12, Jesus was saying, one of you is still going to betray me. One of you. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a betrayer. I will not be a betrayer. In the name of Jesus. Now, so the apostles, they were faced with the same challenges we have been faced with today. Even while the Lord was with them. And even after the Lord was, even, <laughs> was not even with them, they even face greater challenges. Of course, you know what many of them went through. Well, how Stephen was stoned to death. You know the persecutions of Paul, you know, the Paul who later, I mean, Saul who later became Paul and so on. So, brethren, whatever you are going through right now, I want you to know that God knows about it. He's working on it. And very soon it will turn to testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. So follow him. In following Jesus, you may not know where he's leading you to. That is the part. In following Jesus, I have come to that side. You may not really have full, full grasp of where he's leading you to. You may not know. In fact, one thing I have noticed is that God unfolds his plan. They are in phases. Whether for the church, Jesus, now, whether for you as a person, for your family, anywhere you may be in the world right now. You're in Canada, you're in Nigeria, you're in India. At least those are the three nations I know. Uh, people, you know, are mostly, but very soon, there'll be people all over the world joining Revival Hour in the name of Jesus. So anywhere you may be right now, I want you to know that Jesus knows where he's taking you to. Now, the road may be rough, but if you follow him, you will rejoice at last. You will rejoice at last. I will rejoice at last. You will rejoice at last. So following Jesus in good times and bad times. There are times that might be challenging in walking with God. But I want you to know, if you, if you follow him with all your heart, you will rejoice at the end. You will look back and say, ah, Father, I thank you. That will be somebody's testimony in the name of Jesus. I say that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. So the road might be rough. When God saved your soul, he might not tell you how rough the road might look. 
but the promise is that he promised to be with you. I want you to unmute your device and tell yourself, God is with me. Unmute your devices and tell yourself, God is with me. God is with me. God is with me. God is with me. Amen. Amen. Yes, God is with us. God is with us. God is with us. God is with you. Now, so follow him. Anywhere is leading you, Jesus Christ. Anywhere Jesus Christ is leading you, follow him. Follow him. Don't listen to what the devil is saying. Don't listen to the distraction. Don't focus on the distraction. Just follow him with all your heart. And that was, that was what the apostles did. They followed. They followed. And we all know a fisherman, Peter, a man that was nobody. I mean, fishermen are not necessarily the, 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 the most richest in the community. I mean, they will say they are not even among the, the, the middle class in our generation. Fishermen are more or less like poor people. That's the way we can rate it. So, but Peter, this man, apart from writing the scripture, you know, he wrote First Peter and Second Peter, he became a pillar of the church. What happened? Because he followed Jesus with all his heart. Now, how about Nehemiah? Nehemiah, a cup bearer. Maybe right now you are working in a restaurant and the enemy is telling you, say, you look at you, you have Jesus in your life and you are working in a restaurant right now. That is not where your life will end. There's a greater place for you. Nehemiah was a cup bearer. He followed Jesus. He followed him through things and things. When, when, it was, when it was good and challenging, he was there with God. And what happened? He became a governor. Not only becoming a governor, he made heaven. Not only making heaven, a chapter of a Bible, a book, I mean a book, was devoted to him. Now, Nehemiah never knew all these things. He was just following. The same thing with somebody's life. I pray, I prophesy into your life, very soon, your story will become a source of inspiration and that will draw souls to Jesus all over the world in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number four. Meditate on the promises of God. If Brother Olukiti is there, please read Joshua 1 8. Quick for us. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Yes, go ahead and read. Joshua chapter 1, verse. Were you sleeping? No. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Quick. Number four, meditate on the promises of God for your life. Joshua chapter one, verse eight. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good sources. Amen. Shout to be hallelujah. Now, he said, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. That means the word of God, when you speak, it must be the word of God that comes forth. Brethren, when things are challenging, when things are rough for you, maybe now, that is the time to devote yourself to the study of the word of God. That is the time. That is the time to meditate on what God says about you. That is the time to, to, to listen to the word of God. 
That is not the time to begin to think about whatever may appear to be challenges in your life. Meditate on the promises of God. Meditate on it. Now, brethren, don't meditate on your situation. Meditate on the word of God. Don't meditate on your situation. Meditate on the word of God. This is one key thing that God uses daily to help me. It doesn't mean that I don't have things that are in front of me. I do have. It doesn't mean that our fathers in the faith does not have. It doesn't mean that the prime minister of this nation doesn't have. It doesn't mean that the wealthiest and so on, there is always one thing or the other. But the good news is that we don't, we don't meditate on problems. We meditate on the promises of God. Because if you meditate on problem, it will cause depression. It will cause depression. It will cause worry. But if you meditate on the word of God, what happens? Hope comes. Hope comes alive. Faith comes alive. Rejoicing comes alive. But if you meditate on the problem, what happens? Depression. But if you meditate on the word of God, what happens? Hope comes alive. Your faith comes alive. Your rejoicing comes alive. Now, devote yourself completely to the world. Memorize scriptures when you are going through challenging times. Think of what God has said concerning you. Think of where he brought you from. Think of where you are. Think of where you are going. That is the time to take stock of his goodness in your life. As you do this, you see God showing you the way out out of that situation in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We'll stop here for this morning. If God give us grace more, we'll continue some other time. Now, following Jesus in good and bad times. This morning, God spoke to us that, one, we should follow Jesus. Follow him completely. Whether things are good or you are still expecting some testimony. Follow him. Don't allow wealth, your, your emotion, or don't allow things around to determine, oh, because of this, you know. No, follow him in good times and in bad times. And then also meditate. So today, take time to spend time on the Bible. It could be audio. It could be used just reading it, just you alone. Think about, you see, by the time you finish, hope comes back alive. Joy comes back alive. And in the name of Jesus, as you do this, whatever that may appear to be challenging situation in your life, God is turning them around for your good in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Always remember, all things are working together for your good. Now you're going to bow down your head and write down this prayer point. Write down, we don't have time. We may not have time to pray them all. Your first prayer point, Father, I thank you for sending me your word. I thank you for where I am, and I thank you for past victory, and I thank you because I know you will do it again. Father, I thank you for sending me your word. I thank you for where I am. I thank you for past victory. I thank you because you have done it before. You will do it again. Your prayer point number one, go ahead and begin to pray. Number two, Father, empower me to follow you in good times and bad times. Help me not just to be a Christian that follow Jesus, that come to church only when things are rosy. Oh, I love Jesus. I love Jesus only when things are going your way. When things are not going your way, say, um, 
uh, church for now. Uh, yeah, no. Say, Lord Jesus, empower me to follow you in good times and bad times. Number three, you're going to say, Father, empower me to dwell, to meditate, and to apply your word in my life. Empower me to meditate on your promises for my life in the name of Jesus. If you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that the, 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 there are, the, the challenges you are going through right now, Jesus holds the master key. He's the one that will show you the way out. But you need to give him your heart. So if you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I have come to you. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Today, Lord Jesus, I have come to you. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Give me understanding. Pull me out of every difficult situation. Show me the way out. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayer. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. You know them all. Please forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. Your sins are forgiven you. You will not miss heaven. God will give you understanding and show you the way out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.